It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, second hour of VSEN tonight on a Thursday, downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook. We've got a big crowd out here in, in uh, the biggest sportsbook in the world, West. You got to think a week from tonight, it's going to be electric out mm-hmm. there. Absolutely electric on the first major day of the NCAA tournament. You can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get the uh, pairings on Sunday, early evening. So looking forward to that and uh, all the games that are going to be up. And then, of course, you are also going to be able to bet, you know, the alternate tournaments, the NIT and the CBI. And if you see line moves on those, Usually those aren't like the guys that are coming out here for their no. first time betting NCAA tournament games. That's sharper action on those tournaments. And uh, Selection Sunday, we've got a couple of special shows here, 4 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to be on with Tim Murray and Adam Burke. We're going to break down the brackets as they're announced. That's a two-hour show. And then 6 p.m., Wes Reynolds, Ben Wilson, and I believe Danny Burke, yes. right, from the South Point. You guys are going to follow up our show with a two-hour special so you got four hours of breaking down the brackets here on VSIN on Sunday night. Bobby Buckets Brubeck, he was in the Circa Friday Football Invitational. He's on with us tonight. Sports better out of Austin, Texas. And uh, Buckets, great to have you back on. How are you doing so far in the conference tournaments? Yeah, you know, guys, it's been it's been a bad day, but a great week. Uh, really great week for us, but. Uh, yeah, I love where we're at right now. And uh, you got to bet these dogs during this tournament. You know, I, I mean, I love where we're at. And, uh, you know, a bunch of places to go now. Penn State 
as a team you were on today. Nittany Lions got it done as dogs against Illinois. What's your outlook for the Big Ten tournament? Tomorrow you've got Rutgers, Purdue, Ohio State, Michigan. I believe, Wes, it's Penn State Northwestern, right? Yes. And then uh, the winner of this Minnesota-Maryland game gets Indiana. So you'll be down to the Elite Eight in the Big Ten. Uh, Bobby, how do you forecast the Big Ten playing out? Northwestern. Great guard play. I mean, the team is a very, very, very nice team. I actually like them. They're they're a six in the tournament now, and I would think that they would outplay their seeds by a million. Like I'm, I, I'm a Final Four team on Northwestern. Final Four team on Northwestern West. You buying that? I'm not. I love the guard play with Boo Booey and Chase Adige. Uh, saying Northwestern's going to reach the Final well, Four is a pretty ambitious statement. Well, I mean, what Northwestern does, if you've watched them this year, one thing they are very good at is is actually kind of not necessarily shutting down, but keeping dominant opposing big men at play. Chris Lowry, who is the former Southern Illinois head coach on that Bruce Weber tree, is the main assistant for Chris Collins at Northwestern. And they trap. They do that little trap uh, of the big guy, and they did it against Trace Jackson Davis. Absolutely. They did it against Zach Eady. They did it against Hunter Dickinson, mm-hmm. even though Michigan won both meetings. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think we we kind of thought that the down uh, part of the bracket, the lower half, was going to be the easier path for whoever comes out of there. And Indiana's on the lower half with uh, Northwestern. Bobby Buckets brew back on the Purple Cats. He likes Northwestern. How about the SEC, Bobby? Uh, Mississippi State and Alabama – in the quarters, and uh, the Tide's seven-point favorites. Are you looking to fade the Tide like a lot of sharp bettors have the past couple weeks? Yeah, you know, it's funny you said. I, I have faded the cat. I have faded Alabama in every game since all that stuff has come out. You know, it's been five games. Mm-hmm. South Carolina game went OT, and every game they have not covered. Uh, I've been in all the games against them. I will still be against them in this game for sure. And probably every, every game going forward, laws and lines, right? You know, uh, that's, we have a lot in common because you, me and Wes, we've all been fading Bama in every game since the Brandon Miller, uh, we'll say controversy Mm -hmm. became public, became breaking news and became a big deal. Wes, I think, you faded Bama in every game since then. I have too. Right? I have too, yeah. and I did put. You a, have to do it. Have to do it. I did put a small, very, very small uh, Mississippi State future mm-hmm. in the SEC. And look, if they beat Alabama, that top end is wide open because Tennessee, without their point guard, without Zakai Ziegler, then Missouri, yeah. who played two close games with Mississippi State. So I'm going to be with buckets tomorrow. I think I'm going to be on the Bulldogs over the Tide. All right. Uh, Bobby, how about UConn? I think this is a team you like. So in the Big East uh, on Friday in the semis, UConn and Marquette, do you like the Huskies? Yeah. So UConn's a team that I like to win the whole whole bucket, you know, the whole thing. I mean, I am at 30 to 1 to win the whole deal. So I have to love them to win the tournament. Um, but I mean, they are very live, they are peaking now. They peaked early and then kind of like it wasn't so great during the middle. And then now here we are peaking kind of like a Duke team who's peaking now. Who mm-hmm. People are like, oh, Duke, Duke, whatever. Duke's peaking now, bro. So, I mean. Duke is peaking now. Did we lose buckets? Did we lose a connection there? We, you... I, yeah. yeah, I think we, I think we did as well. All right. So, I was on with Mitch and Paul 
on Follow the Money on Tuesday morning, and I said the same thing. I think this Duke team is uh, peaking. Duke today rolls 96-69 over Pitt, and Duke a three-point well, favorite against yeah, Miami. Yeah, I was just about to say this the market. Be, this could be the matchup here. The market's caught up, Wes, because Duke is a three-point favorite against Miami. This was the consensus opener, I believe, of one. You yes. still do have some two-and-a-halves out there, by the way, so obviously shop around, particularly if you're in Las Vegas listening. But – Minus three across the board, Duke over Miami. Well, you said going in that Duke had been playing the best basketball of anybody in the ACC, certainly. I think they had won six in a row. Now make that seven in a row. So, Well, it's not too often you see the number four seed in the conference tournament as the favorite. But you and I both thought Duke was the justified favorite in the ACC. We got him back. Bobby Buckets brew back with us. And uh, Bobby? In the Big 12 in Kansas City, Iowa State and Kansas. What's happened to Baylor, by the way? The Cyclones have taken out Baylor now twice in a week. Yeah, I mean, Baylor, Baylor shoots too many threes. And, uh, and I, you know what? I think, I almost think that the guy got a break for, you know, winning a national championship with three pros. And uh, they're just, they're not that great. And I never thought that that kid from Iowa State was any good coaching, but nor did you. And I actually think he's actually pretty good. But uh, anyways, Kansas State's the best team, I think, in the Big 12, and they're going to make a move in the the tournament. Baylor's defense, just going back to Baylor really quickly, that defense is awful. They've had very good years defensively, but I watched them today get cooked by an Iowa State team that, you know, quite oh, frankly, terrible. terrible. Yeah, quite frankly, not the greatest offense uh, that no. TJ Otzelberger has, but maybe it is addition by subtraction. Of course, Caleb Grill no longer with the program. Things are going south for the Cyclones, and TJ Otzelberger somehow got this thing turned around with two wins over Baylor in a week. And how about that Baylor backcourt we talked about? LJ Cryer, Adam Flagler, Keontae George. They have not played well recently. They uh, Today, I think, shot a combined 9 for 31 from the field. And um, they actually needed Bridges to step up and even keep that game competitive. So, Bobby, we talked about Iowa State and Kansas. Bill Self, obviously, not going to be there for the Jayhawks this week. Does that make a difference to you? And Kansas, a 4.5 or 5-point favorite over the Cyclones on Friday. Do you like a side in that game? Yeah, you know, tough one, tough one for me with Bill. You know, Bill's the best coach in the in the Big Twelve by far, and uh, makes crazy. He makes the best absolute adjustments at halftime. Um, so, I mean, didn't didn't play today because they just wanted easy. But uh, man, I, I there's no way I could lay it. I think it's games a dead under. Games a dead under. I think. Norm Roberts, by the way, is going to be the coach. I guess I guess Self is not going to coach for the mm-hmm. rest of the Big 12 tournament here in Kansas City. So Norm Roberts, the former St. John's head coach, yeah. is going to take over. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, yeah. Uh, Bobby, your friend Patrick McLaughlin says uh, he's on an epic run, 20 and five in conference tournament games, up 45 dimes. So the rich get richer. And I know you talk to him every day. Uh, what are you guys going to be on Friday? What are your uh, couple of your best bets on Friday in these games? As of right now, obviously a lot of lines yet to be posted. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be on that under of Iowa State, Kansas, for whatever you want. Like, bet the world on that, which means, like, don't bet the world. But, I mean, like, you know, regular bet. Iowa State, Kansas, total 130 and a half. Yeah, and, uh, that's, a, that's, a stone, that's a stone under. 
Okay. And you said you also yeah. will be going forward. You're looking to play Northwestern, UConn, and K State, right? I love I love Northwestern and pretty much you know yeah. They, I love them to win the tournament. Also, I, I think it's six to one, but it's very good bet. I think Northwestern has picked to win the Big Ten tournament. I had to get by, by Wes's Indiana Hoosiers in the bottom half of that bracket. All right, Bobby Buckets brew back out of Austin, Texas. Bobby, thanks for the time tonight, man. Good luck the rest yeah, of the no rest of the way. Okay. What do you think? Purple Cats and the Hoosiers? Actually, the oh. Hoosiers would have double revenge working there because uh, they lost the two meetings. Both right. went down to the wire against Northwestern. And uh, looks like, and it is going to be the early game tomorrow. It's going to be uh, Penn State against Northwestern. That's going to be the uh, Friday night early quarterfinal. If you remember, Northwestern uh, got beat at the buzzer. Cam Winter, corner three in overtime, 68 What do you make the number here? I don't see a number posted. Would you make Northwestern like a one-point favorite? Yeah, one, one and a half yeah. probably is uh, is where I'm looking here. I'm going to see if we, uh, we get a number. Penn State, by the way, just went final about an hour ago, so I think we should be getting numbers here. But uh, Penn State, Northwestern, and then Indiana awaits the winner of the 14-6. Minnesota, Maryland, by the way, 37 seconds left to go. Maryland up by 8, 31-23 to over the Gophers. All right. Got a dog fight in the Big 12 right now. TCU and K-State. Wildcats got off to an early lead, I think 9-2, and now it's uh, 21-20 TCU. A little controversy around that team uh, this week, but it looks like the Horned Frogs are handling that okay. We'll come back Talk more college hoops next, and uh, we'll take a look at a Pac-12 game that's uh, at the half. Arizona not having an easy time of it tonight with Stanford. Yeah, uh, crazy. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all Massachusetts sports bettors. Soon enough, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, will be live right in Massachusetts. Bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Don't bet with an out of town sportsbook, bet local with DraftKings, the only book born and raised in Mass, plus all new customers who sign up for DraftKings. Today, using code VSIN, will receive up to $200 in bonus bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Massachusetts. You'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Note, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org to speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially 24-7. 21 and older, physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Opt-in required. Bonus issued as free bets. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. DraftKings in Massachusetts. Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here. VSEN tonight from the Circa, downtown Las Vegas. A few miles from here, they're a halftime in the Pac-12 tournament. And Arizona holding on 47-43. I think about tipped the second half, right? Yeah. Arizona up 47-43. Wildcats closed nine and a half at Circa 
10-point favorites at DraftKings. Yeah, and uh, uh, the update on that one, uh, DraftKings is, by the way, in Arizona. 47-43 uh, to 43 was the halftime score. Arizona is minus five for the second half, but the story was uh, – Kerr Creasa with the shoulder kind of struggling a little bit in halftime warm-up, so we'll see he if he gets any time. Did he that shoulder in the first half? Yeah, he did. He, he was only 0-3, did not score, by the way, in the first half. Uh, Henderson, the leading scorer, uh, uh, Cedric Henderson Jr. has 16 for the Wildcats. Tubelis with 10-5, and Balo with 13-3, and but Stanford, 8-15 uh, from the three in the first half, so they are hanging with the Wildcats at least through 20 minutes. 47 to 43 did beat the Wildcats a couple weeks ago up in Maples. Yeah, I think maybe uh, I underestimated the fact that Stanford has shown some improvement here late mm-hmm. in the season. And maybe we underestimated the, the, the UNLV running Rebels here. 27 to 10 run here at the Thomas and Mack. 58 to 52. This was all Boise. And boy, uh, I slept on this. This is one I should have bet live because I kind of looked at it. I was like, there's going to be some shooting regression here. Boise was up 16 and was up more, I believe, in the first half. But 18-8 so far at the under-12 timeout, UNLV was laying two in the second half. Boise had a lead of more than 20 in that first half. Yeah. Rebels looked bad. Their their performance was sloppy. Their effort was embarrassing at times. They're back in the game. It was just 56-52. And uh, Boise just got a bucket to answer and kind of stopped lead. the bleeding a little bit. 22-point lead. Yep. Rebels back in the game at the Thomas and Mac. They're catching uh, five or five and a half, by the way, if you bet the dog in that one. Uh, later tonight, you've got New Mexico and Utah State. I took the dog in that one, too, but not for a big bet. New Mexico, I took plus three and a half. And, uh, I'm leaning that way. That might be a late ad here for, for the late action, depending on how this slate goes. That's going to be an up-and-down game. If you like uh, fast-paced action, three-point mm-hmm. shooting, tune in to the Lobos and the Aggies tonight. At the Thomas Mack, because uh, New Mexico and Utah State both like to shoot the three. And Jalen House is fully healthy. He's a racehorse. He pushes the pace. And the Lobos like to get up and down the floor. And I think Utah State's fine playing that pace as well. I, I do. I do have a a small ten to one uh, on the Lobos to go ahead and win this. Uh, Utah State, you know, runs really good stuff. Ryan Oda, you know, those actions on the roll and can exploit the kid Udizi in space so new mexico's guards are going to have to be big tonight uh but can they uh, can you utah states like ball screen defense can they can they guard uh house and mashburn you know these guys they don't really shoot a ton of threes necessarily they live in the mid-range and they live at the rim mm-hmm. and they've been very effective in doing so 19th in terms of offensive efficiency they shoot 36 percent from the three new mexico but they're 351st in terms of three-point attempts as a percentage of overall field goal attempts right okay let's uh, check in on the big west we haven't talked about this much wes um hawaii went yes. down to cal state fullerton a game that went to the wire fullerton i thought this team was uh, showing a lot of positive signs here i talked about it with hoops peterson a few weeks ago on his show Fullerton, a one or one and a half point dog, 62 60 over Hawaii. And right now, we could have an upset brewing. And this is going to be embarrassing. And it's going to hurt Joe Pasternak if he loses this game, the coach at UCSB. Cal Poly up on top of the Gauchos, 36 33. And Cal Poly, a 10 and a half point dog in that game. Yeah, this is, uh, you know. We hadn't seen any upsets, though. Uh, Irvine, Irvine was all over Bakersfield today. Bakersfield never had a chance. And then Hawaii, you mentioned, 
they, it was in overtime, and uh, the kid McClanahan, who is the all-Big West guard, got fouled, missed the first foul shot with about three and a half seconds left to go. So then you got you to try to make the second. Ball bounces, it's tipped, clock runs out, and Fullerton moves on. All right, that's the Big West. So I gotta think- Pauly, by the way, I got to mention this. They have lost 18 games in a row. I know. They went 1-18. and 18. They well, won actually, the opener against Northridge. Right. They won the conference tournament opener. Yeah, that's right. So 8-24. Yeah. and 24. But they were 1-0 and 0 in the league and then finished 1-18 and 18 and then be upset Long Beach State on Tuesday night. <clears throat> Mustangs uh, were not likely candidates to pull an upset tonight in the Big West, but they're on top of UCSB. You could say the Gauchos. Some would say they're the best team in the Big West. Others would say they're number two behind Irvine. But right now they're down to Cal Poly, 37-33 with 15 minutes to go. In the uh, WAC tournament, Sam Houston eliminated Cal Baptist. Sam Houston covered the Bearcats, six-point favorites, one by 13. Grand Canyon, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, one, and covered 84-79 against Seattle. And right now Utah Valley, Mitch Moss and I both have Utah Valley, to win this conference tournament at about, I think, plus 220. Uh, the Wolverines closed six-and-a-half-point favorites at Circa and DraftKings mm-hmm. up on Tarleton State 46-42 midway through the second half. And tonight, Utah Tech and Southern Utah and the Thunderbirds last night opened three-and-a-half-point favorites. It looks like they're going to close five-point favorites against the Utah Tech Trailblazers. The only game I had, I did have GCU, which I uh, was very fortunate to get there. They were down uh, pretty early in that game and then came back, uh, put it away in the second half, 84-79. GCU, by the way, lost both meetings to Seattle this year by five and by one. So Bryce Drew uh, gets at least one on the board, and they will advance uh, to the uh, max or the WAC rather semifinals, they will get the number one seed, Sam Houston State. Even though Utah Valley, by the way, had the best conference record, uh, read up on that. Uh, not a lot of time to explain here. They did a w- really weird deal with the seedings. They went by Ken Palm ranking. Mm-hmm. Sam Houston State, by the way, fourteen and four. Utah Valley fifteen and three, but Utah Valley is the two seed. Meanwhile, the two seed in the Mountain West. They're in a tussle now. UNLV hits a three, 58 to 55. And this is anybody's game. UNLV on an absolutely massive run, 19 to four over the last seven and a half minutes. Well, I think what you have here is a lesson for live betters, too. When you see a team on fire from three early in a game, builds a big lead, you got to expect some regression, some three point shooting regression. And they, because more often than not, you even see this in the NBA, too, they're going to fall in love with that. You know, when you make a couple, they think that they're all going in. Well, and it's fool's gold. And I think Boise hit six of the first seven threes that attempted in this game. So mm-hmm. the three point shooting was off the charts. You kind of remember a week ago, Saturday, Michigan State was 11 for 13 from three out of the gates against Iowa. Right. Had a big lead, ended up blowing it late and losing in overtime. Now that was a fluke finish in Iowa City. But again, when you're live betting games and you see a team on a three point shooting tear to open and they get a big lead. You want to look at the dog to come back and tighten up the game because that's called three-point shooting regression, which is more than likely going to happen at some point. Yeah. I wasn't sure the Rebels had it in them to make a comeback here the way they were playing. is lackadaisical, lack of effort. 
But they're right back in it, Wes. And right now it's 58-56 with 10 and a half minutes. Our our man, uh, VEASAN correspondent, Jonathan Von Tobel at MeJVT, is, of course, at this game, been at the Mountain West Tournament all day, saying the Utah State student section seems really invested in this UNLV comeback for some reason. And this is what you're going to see. I do want to mention that tweet because I think it makes a, a point that you'll notice next week. When you're on a neutral site, now, this isn't even this is technically a neutral site, even though it's UNLV's gym. But for the NCAA tournament, when you get a dog hanging in the game, crowds can carry a do- an underdog to a victory. I have seen it. I remember mm-hmm. I was there in the RCA Dome in Indianapolis when Pete Carroll and Princeton beat UCLA. Final game of the night. They want to see the blue blood get taken down the crowd. If unless they have an don't have an interest or just have an interest in their school, they're sticking around for the full session. So that's something that you're going to notice here in these neutral games. Speaking of uh, blue blood, North Carolina went down to Virginia, sixty-eight to fifty-nine, and uh, Carolina, the preseason number one team, finishes with a quad one record again. That's quad one opponents who qualify in that quadrant run. Quadrant one, one and nine. Mm-hmm. One and nine for the preseason number one team. Wes, have you ever seen anything like it? No. What what a disappointment for this team. They wow. never they never got on the same page. Back in a couple minutes. A lot more college hoops. Stay tuned. Wes and Matt here. V send tonight. tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back downtown Las Vegas, VSEN tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans. We haven't talked a lot about the Big East Conference Tournament. Our friend Tim Brando, who was on with us Tuesday night, calling these games, and there's been a lot of excitement mm-hmm. in this uh, conference and uh, some. Uh, controversy at the ending last night in the Seton Hall game. And how about today? St. John's Marquette. And uh, Marquette gets pushed to the wire as an eight-and-a-half-point eight favorite. 72-70. Marquette was lucky to escape yeah. in the first game today. Also winning Connecticut, 73-66. UConn closed. UConn was a seven-point favorite last night. Closed minus six, led by 26 in this game. And Providence, for some, lucky to push at the end, Xavier uh, gets by DePaul 89 to 84, but does not cover 12 and a half. And West right now, Creighton Villanova. Nova closed a four and a half point dog and trails by seven with uh, two and a half minutes to go and a half. Yeah, I believe. Uh, what? Well, what did Providence? Okay, okay. UConn did end up covering that, depending on your number, if you had the opener. Because Closing it's, number was six. It's been dogs, too. I, I actually had to hang on for that St. John's. I don't. I think they, they, they seemed like they were like eight for a million in second half in overtime. Just couldn't shoot the ball at all. So I'm like, okay, here's the run. Those are two obviously very up-tempo teams. The tempo was there, but not the shooting. This total closed 163 right here behind us at Circus Sports. Never a prayer. 142 in the overtime. But nevertheless, Marquette goes ahead and advance. They're going to take on UConn. Uh, who uh, survived the Providence comeback, and then Xavier survives DePaul tonight. So we'll see if we get all of the uh, top seeds here, creating up 28-21 to 21 on Villanova, 243 left to go in the first half. All right, we'll hit the Big 12 here in a minute. How about the Mid-American Conference? This is not one I bet. I can't pick a winner in this conference, so I don't try. Toledo, 91-75 over Miami. Rockets covered as 14-point favorites. 
The Fighting Rex Byers Ball State Card- Cardinals came Man, up short. Charlie didn't Cardinal didn't have yeah. much fight today. Former Indiana player Michael Lewis, the coach there, Ball State, a one-and-a-half-point favorite, goes down to Ohio 90-70. to Kent State, a 13-point favorite, covers against Northern Illinois 76-57. How about Akron dropping 101 on Buffalo? 101-77, the Zips cover eight. Anything in the MAC that you played well, today? Well, I, I did play the Z, uh, the Zips against Buffalo. Just a bad matchup, uh, really, for Buffalo. Well, we're going to get the end of this during our show tomorrow night. Akron and Kent State, if you want to see two teams that absolutely hate each other, it's these two teams. And they split the season series this year. Kent State lane two, I believe. I'm seeing the market 135.5 on the total. Uh Akron, of course, won the MAC title game when Kent State had uh, some some videos put out and some disciplinary things with that program. So we'll see if it's a payback spot, but it's always the payback spot for these two teams. Uh, they they do not like each other. John Gross against Rob Senderhoff tomorrow. I did bet Akron a small conference future at five to one uh, to to go ahead and win this because I just thought, you know what, if Akron can get by Kent State, you're getting you know. Perhaps because Toledo's kind of been vulnerable. Toledo plays that fast tempo. No, they had a lot, or you know, too much for Miami today. But Toledo and Ohio, Ohio could knock off Toledo tomorrow. It would not shock me to see that happen. Then you've got a five against perhaps a two or a three. Uh, I I think Akron is going to get it done. I don't know if I'm going to hedge off that though. All right, how about the uh, Atlantic Ten Conference? My twenty-five to one shot. George Mason went up in flames. Mason won yesterday, but not today. St. Mm-hmm. Louis, a five-point favorite, put it on. George Mason, 82-54. to 54. VCU, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, beat Davidson 71-53. to 53. So you got two favorites winning and covering there. Uh, Dayton did not cover as a ten-and-a-half-point favorite, 60-54 to 54 over St. Joe's. And then LaSalle, a six-point dog, went down to Fordham 69-61. One thing I want to point out, if you are looking for the Friday A-10 games, there are no Friday A-10 games. They're actually taking a, a day off, which is kind of kind of bizarre to do that mm-hmm. between the quarterfinals and the semifinals. It is all the chalk, all the top four seeds, VCU against St. Louis. That'll be Saturday, I believe, at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific, and then 2 and 3 Dayton and Fordham will follow that, uh, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. So that's going to be – it's going to be a one-bid league. I don't think any of these teams really have done enough uh, in the A-10 this season. Uh, VC, VCU is a big winner over Davidson. I saw some sharp money. Sharp money isn't always right, though. They were on Davidson today and uh, never even close, 71 to 53. So if you look at the Ken Palm, uh, VCU, I think, is like 70th in the rating, Dayton 73. That's not the typical A10 that we get. Usually right. this is going to give you two, three bid league, but just one this year. I thought about betting St. Louis to win that conference tournament. Instead, I got greedy, went with the long shot, George Mason, got knocked out there. We are at the half in the ACC tournament. Again, teams advancing today, Miami, Duke, and Virginia. And right now, Clemson leads NC State at the break 39-36. to Clemson closed a uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite here at Circa, one at DraftKings. And Tigers lead by three, and the Tigers, the more desperate team, was mm-hmm. going into this one. Yeah, as one Clemson really has to have, depending on uh, what bracketology you subscribe to. I think uh, – I think Lenardi had him in the next four out. Some of them might have him in the first four out. Maybe somebody has last four in. I haven't checked all the bracket matrix or all the bracketology. But look, 
A lot of teams lost in front of Clemson today. Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, uh, the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, we'll see uh, uh, Oklahoma State also lost uh, tonight to Texas. Mm-hmm. So Arizona State, uh, you know, still might be a little bit in front of them. Uh, Utah State, by the way, uh, some have them last four in. I find it hard to believe that the Mountain West is only going to get two. I think they're going to get three. three. It's going to be three. Yeah, so I think Utah State is probably relatively safely in the field. Now we'll see how safe Rutgers is. But there's a lot that have lost in front of Clemson, so there's right. absolute opportunity for this team. And a lot of teams. That's a good point by you. A lot of teams on the bubble are losing. A lot yeah. of times when a team, your favorite team or a team you're watching is on the bubble and they lose, you say, well, that's it, they're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. But other teams on the bubble are losing too. But I will say Michigan, Wisconsin, and North Carolina, they are done. Those yeah. are bubble teams that lost, and they're done. And one other thing that's done, it's UNLV's deficit. Rebels they now just, take the lead. You don't have to look at the computer, Wes. It's on the TV screen yeah, I know. Right in front of us. 66-65. Rebels just took the lead on Boise. I was looking for something else, but I just happened <laughs> to see it out of the corner of my eye. It is 66-65. This was a 22-point yeah, deficit for the Rebels. All the way back. How about that? I was talking when the show opened. I, I put a small bet on um, Rebels plus uh, five, and I thought they were dead. They looked dead, uh, down 22, and they've uh, rallied back here, and E.J. Harkless has got a free throw. Rebels could go up two with 4.04 to go, and uh, Harkless knocks it down, 67-65 Rebels as uh, we head down the stretch. All right, so we're going to the half in the Big East, Villanova trailing Creighton 32-23. to 23. I, got, I got Villanova plus, uh, what, I got five and a half here, I think, with Villanova. Mm-hmm. And uh, not looking so good here. Down nine at the half, Villanova, a poor first half. Also in the Big 12, uh, you just made a reference to it. We are at the half now. TCU was down seven early, now up five at the break. Horn Frogs on top of Kansas State, 37-32 to 32 in Kansas City. You know, this was interesting because I think there were uh, sharp guys on both sides. I, I ended up uh, playing a little TCU money line. But, uh, you know, 36.8% for TCU, and yet they have the lead uh, at the half because they haven't been turning the ball over. Kansas State with 11 turnovers. And, I, I mean, I kind of, why I like TCU – I wondered how they were going to come out without Eddie Lampkin, you know, with the team. And sometimes you get a little bit of addition by subtraction because reading some of those like tweets and those DMs that got put out on the Twitter machine yesterday, it's kind of like, I'm sick of my teammates. I'm sick of the go, you know, maybe they're sick of him too. That's one thing too. Like everybody thinks that, you know, teammates all love each other. And sometimes they do. Sometimes that's the case no, where it's like you miss a guy, but it's not all the time. Very rare when everybody on the team likes right. each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so like when you work at a network or you work in an office, not everybody's going to mm-hmm. like each other. Okay? Well, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like when, it, when a guy, when a guy transfers out there, sometimes it's like, good, right. Good. More time for well, me. You mentioned it addition by subtraction. Yeah. And apparently that's the case with Iowa State and Caleb Grill. Right? Yeah. And and maybe it's going to be with TCU. Obviously still a lot to play. I think this is going to be a competitive game. Uh, it's been a very entertaining game, even though the shooting really has not been good on either side. All right. SEC quick update. We got a winner with Arkansas tonight, Wes. We had to sweat that one out down to the wire again. Arkansas opened pick him. Closed minus three and it landed on three. Razorbacks 76-73 over Auburn. Right now at the half, Vandy, a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the game, up on LSU 37 
to 29. That's in Nashville. Yeah, I believe the winner of this is going to get Kentucky tomorrow in the quarterfinals and in the, in the final game. Vanderbilt, of course, playing without Liam Robbins, but LSU, that's a rebuild for Matt McMahon in his first year. A lot of transfers out of last year's team. Arizona Wildcats in a dogfight in the Pac-12 tournament. We'll talk about that, and we uh, follow what's going on down the stretch here in the Mountain West with uh, UNLV and Boise and also update more West Coast action. Don't forget, professional gambler Big Randy McKay is going to be in studio with us here in about 20 minutes. Stay tuned to VSIN tonight. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. Place a qualifying bet, you get a square in the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. All right, Wes, let's get back to it. And uh, let's take a look at the Pac-12 because uh, Arizona Wildcats in a struggle tonight with uh, Stanford. The Cardinal uh, had the lead not too long ago, but Arizona's opened it up now 77-68 with eight and a half minutes to go. Yeah, and uh, uh, Kirk Reese, I'm just uh, trying to check the uh, stats here if this uh, app goes ahead and opens for me. He was battling some shoulder uh, deals that we said at halftime. Arizona was, I think, five for the second half, and they were up by four at the half. So they haven't really needed a lot of Kirk Reese necessarily. It's been Cedric Henderson that's really been the man for this team and I mean Arizona look they have they have a lot of ways to score and scoring is not a problem for them it's defensively if somebody kind of gets them in like a slowdown deal yeah Kirk Reese I don't even know if he's played in the second half no points just 0-3 shooting but Henderson with 18 Tubelas with 20 Ballo with 23 uh, that's the guy who needs to step up if Omar Ballo can really step up, I think Arizona could be dangerous because you got a 6'11", Tubelas, and a 7-footer in Ballo, mm-hmm. and it's tough to match up with those guys. But for long stretches this season, Ballo, who looked really good in the Maui Invitational, kind of disappeared, yeah. Wes. And uh, I think he's a key. This team could be a force in March if they can get both those big men big putting up numbers. Arizona now up by 11, 79-68, and this was a tight game not too long ago. Yeah, actually, Stanford, I think the last time we updated the score, I want to say it was 61-60. to Stanford in a huge run for the Wildcats, who are uh, uh, looking to advance. We've already seen, of course, UCLA advance earlier today. Oregon advances. So all the, top, all the higher seeds have advanced, and we'll see if that happens tonight. USC hosting Arizona State. That's I believe, is the 6-3. Yeah, and this is a game where it looks like Wes and I are going to be on the same side here. And uh, it looks like the anticipated tip-off for this one is around 8.30 or 8.40. It's going to be... Might go a little later. uh, USC, a four-point favorite. And I'm leaning dog here. I'm thinking about taking the Sun Devils on the points. Yeah, it was uh, 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 some injury news here, it looks like. A USC spokesperson Mm -hmm. says that freshman forward Vince Uwuchukwu officially doubtful for tonight's game against against Arizona State. Of course, Arizona State held on kind of a kind of a slog of a game if you watched that game late last night on the Pac-12 network, uh, but you know, you can't let that really yeah, impact your handicap yeah. when it comes to the next game. Sometimes a team that looks sloppy in the first round will look really 
Absolutely. They look sensational the next day. Betters bet what they see right. last, and, and I think too often, too I often. I tend to want to bet the opposite, right? I, I'm the, I'm the same way, really. If the so. team looks great in the first round, I kind of want to bet against that team in the next round. Mm-hmm. If the team looks terrible but still survives and advances, I kind of want to bet on that team the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, by the way, the kid uh, Uwachuku did not play in the game against Arizona State, so. He, he missed, I think, the first 14 games of the season, came back on January 12th, played most of the Pac-12 season, but he will be out tonight. But, you know, USC's got some good size defensively with the, with, with Joshua Morgan and Drew Peterson, who's a 6'9", guy, kind of more of like a point forward, right. I think, for this team. This USC, their defense is very good uh, offensively. A little bit, little bit erratic, not really necessarily a good three-point shooting team. And speaking of erratic, that's Arizona State. <laughs> To a T. Good grief if you watch this team. Sometimes they look like a world beater. This is a team, by the way, earlier this year uh, that lost at Texas Southern. Also got down, I think, to St. Mary's by about 50 at the first With half. San Francisco. Uh, it was San Francisco. They got yeah. beat 97 to 60 by the Dons. It was not that close. Lost so it. Wasn't at one point in that game, wasn't like 50 to 18? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I think I was in here with Femi. It was, uh, it was on a weeknight when that game was. It was 94 to 47. Well, early in the game, it was even uglier. So it was a 13-3 to run in the final four minutes for ASU <laughs> to just lose by 37. ASU also lost to Colorado at home. They lost at Washington. But, lost to Utah, right? Yeah, but but they do but they do have good wins, uh, you know, or at least solid wins. Beat VCU and Michigan up there in Brooklyn in one of those uh, Thanksgiving tournaments. One at Arizona. Uh, also won in Eugene against Oregon, beat Creighton. Well, I was going to say the win at Oregon – and the win at Arizona, those might be enough to push the Sun Devils yeah. over the top and get them into the 68 I, I, I do think if the Sun Devils win tonight that they're going to be in. I just think too many right. teams are losing mm-hmm. around them. Uh-huh. And actually, uh, Arizona State opened a three-point dog up to four, but I'm and there's a couple four-and-a-halves out there. If I can grab four-and-a-half with Arizona State before tip, I might do that in this case. Boogie Ellis is a player I really like for USC, but that's a team that goes through some offensive scoring droughts. Mm-hmm. I, I still kind of feel like this is going to be ugly basketball, Wes. Maybe yeah. maybe the under would be the way to look, too. On yeah, uh, and, and, and I think it's been bad a little bit. I think it opened 140. Open 140 down yeah. to 138 and a half. Actually, there's still a 140 right. out there. Yeah, there's a 140 and a half, too, I believe, if you have, a, if you have Caesars uh, in your market. There is 140 and a half, but I'm seeing as low, I think, I think Circa right behind us is at 138. Okay. Underdog and under would be uh, my preference for the Arizona State-USC game. It's going to tip here in about 40 minutes or so. Let's take a look at the Mountain West Tournament. Boise State up on UNLV 72-70, 51 seconds to go. Boise's got the ball with eight seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, Boise hit a three. Took a five-point lead. UNLV answered with a three. I think it was Luis Rodriguez from the corner. That was a big shot to get him right back in and close the the gap to two. Let's see on the replay here who the ball went off of. I think that's off UNLV. It's going to be Boise ball. But Rebels as uh, five-point dogs all the way back into this one. Hopefully they don't blow the cover in the final minute. Um, Down two. Mm -hmm. And Boise's going to have eight seconds on the shot clock. Later tonight, New Mexico and Utah State. Aggies. Three-point favorites down from uh, three-and-a-half, total of 158. And that's going to be a really entertaining game, I think. Lobos 
and the Aggies at the Thomas and Mac. New Mexico, a team that a lot a lot of people liked. I think you might have bet as a long shot to win this tournament. I did at ten to one, and uh, we'll see if uh, this would go obviously a long way here. Now, if they were advanced, perhaps going to get UNLV, perhaps going to get Boise State. We shall see how this ends up finishing. Of course, uh, that's what we have. We have rear ends to camera side here when we get reviews here late in the game. We're seeing too much officials' backsides, I think, really, in college basketball. You're talking about games being too long. These replay reviews are what make the games too long. There's too Mm -hmm. many of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one right here, it's obvious right away that the ball went off UNLV. I saw it on the first replay. We don't need to stand over here at the monitor for five minutes trying to figure this out. This was simple. Let's go. Play the game. We're wasting a lot of time. All right, so in the uh, Big West Conference – UCSB has uh, answered Cal Poly. Okay, the Gauchos are now up 60-52 to 52 with two minutes to go. UCSB a 10.5-point favorite. So maybe dodging a bullet there would be the Gauchos. And then Utah Valley has opened up a 68-52 lead on Tarleton State in the final minute. Utah Valley closed a 7-point favorite. One more game to go tonight in that conference, and that's uh, Utah Tech and Southern Utah. I played the Thunderbirds minus 3.5. Uh, they close. It looks like they're going to close five point favorites against Utah Tech to Trailblazers. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll see I mean, who advances in the uh, in the whack. It looks like uh, Utah Valley. You ready? Okay. Play by play. Boise puts up a three. No good. UNLV gets the rebound. Yeah, Man, I th- there's a scramble for the rebound there, and you got to give the Boise uh, player right there a lot of credit. He out hustled the two UNLV guys who were just standing around. Uh, watching, who is that? Let's see. Man, I think that ball might be off UNLV. Smith was uh, the player for the Broncos. We're, we're, we just hustling. had a review, by the way, in this game, and I think we're going to get another Man, one momentarily. I think that might be off UNLV. That would be huge. Boise gets the possession back. Look at this right here. That's a close call. You stick with the call on the floor. He gave the ball to – he pointed to UNLV – on the floor, do you stick with that call, Wes? That was the best view you're going to get on the replay right there, and it looked like a 50-50 call. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you got to stick with what you you called originally. I'm going to say this about replay reviews. If you can't determine in 30 seconds what the right call is, then stick, with, stick the call with the original the call and move on with the game. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, everybody wants to get it so precise, you know, with everything involved in this, but it's like human error is part of the game. Uh-huh. Uh, official error sometimes a guy's going to get a bad call and yeah we're going to bitch about it and we're going to be ticked off you know if it doesn't go our way but such is life hey how many mistakes do officials make during the course of a game a bunch of them mm-hmm. right? there's a lot of travels that are missed there's a lot, a lot of, of calls fouls that, are that aren't called right. and there's a lot of anticipatory fouls too because they know the situation and they whistle blow the right. whistle and call the foul before the foul's even committed right I guess part of what makes sports great, too, you get coaches, fans, players, everybody likes to complain about the refs. Mm-hmm. It's got to be part of it. Uh, that's a 50-50 call. I think it might be off UNLV, but you got to stick with the call on the floor and give it to UNLV. Big Randy McKay, professional gambler, on deck. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.